0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Honky Tonk Highway, episode 20. That's right, episode 20, and today is going to be special because it is not one, not two, but three guests. Thank you all for watching so far. Like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. That way you can see everything we're doing. Huge shout out to everyone who uh, tuned in today for my duo streams on Streamline of The Duo Teaches. Uh, a little work in progress, but hey, we're getting there and it's a fun time to be had. So today's guest, they are the brains and especially the beauty, not sure which one they wants to call themselves which, behind World Dance Masters. That's right, World Dance Masters week, proud to be a line dancer. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicola Lafferty, Connor McGrath, and Samuel Robbins. Thank you guys for joining me. Hi. This is going to be fun. I know uh, everyone at home is... Uh, definitely anxious to be hearing from you guys today
1: fun hey, <laughs> <laughs> do what thanks for having us
0: absolutely I, I i there's no way i was going to do a world es master we could not think i'm calling you guys first come on
2: <laughs> i let
0: fred kick <laughs> off the craziness yesterday though that way he gave you a little bit of a break
2: Fred's <laughs> yeah. a hard act to follow <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure though that no one's going to be threatened to throw a pen at you. Though I'm, I'm pretty sure.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> to find one.
0: Where's Georgina, Yeah,
2: just to annoy Georgina. I'm just like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into the history behind uh, masters, why don't we get uh, a little history behind how y'all got started in dancing?
2: Oh, who's going first? Oh,
3: Nicola. ladies first.
2: Okay, I'll go first. Um, So I started dancing when I was a toddler. Was tap, ballet, jazz, all of that kind of stuff, and. Um, when I was late teens, I was doing a show and I got really sick um, and I had to take a year out of everything. I couldn't dance. I couldn't do anything. And there was a local line dance class. And my mum said to me, you know, that would be good to get you back into dancing. And I was like, I'm not doing line dancing. That's so rubbish. Don't want anything to do with it. It's completely yee I'm a proper dancer. I'm not going. So another three months or so, I was just losing the will to live. And eventually I went and I absolutely loved it. It was Lynn McCombie's class in Howard and I went with a few friends and I think the first dance I learned was American Pie and I just was hooked, completely hooked. And then from there, a few people said, oh, you should get into competitions. Um, I went to Liz Clark's class, Mad Lizzie Clark. Um, I went to the Scottish Gathering and then that was pretty much it. That's how I got into line dancing. all started in the social scene and that's why I love social dancing so much as well. Uh,
1: yeah, similar story on my side as well. Uh, but if I remember, I must have been about 11. Um, and it was when my parents used to go out at a weekend so that I had to go and stay at my grandma's. And uh, so my grandma used to line dance. So I ended up going with her because I had no other option. I couldn't stay home alone. Um, and I remember <laughs> I started um, with Jean Webb, who teaches in Blackpool. um is still teaching today. And uh, yeah, there was there was myself. And there was a couple of other youngsters that were also part of the part of the class, including Jean's kids. Um, and yeah, just loved it. It just became sort of like a, every Saturday night. Um, then used to go to some more classes with my gran. Um, used to just love all the social aspects of it. And from there, sort of moved into competition, um, where you know we all met as a as as friends as well. So that's where I first met Nicola. Um, yeah, just travelled the world. as it, it, a is a a competitor when I was sort of 12, 13. Um, going to the US, um, but yeah, all starts on the social side as well, and just just love the whole, you know, everything about it.
3: Uh, mine's a bit different. Yeah, mine. I started this one of my childhood friends, Brenda Dorman. I think she's watching. I've seen her log in. Um, her aunt used to run a dance club in our local town, and Fred used to be part of the same dance club. We talked a little bit about it last night. Um, the Central Line Dance Club. That's where we all began, probably about, I would say, 2003, maybe before that, 2002. uh, Jessica Devlin joined, Fred joined, or Fred was there before us, actually, and Brenda. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then I kind of left for a little while and then came back again and joined World Dance Masters.
0: Nice, nice. I actually uh, remember meeting you, Nicola, when you danced uh, Pro-Am in UCWDC with uh, Ronnie D. Benedetta.
2: Rooney D. Yeah. Yep. Love dancing with Rooney. Love dancing with
0: Rooney. Make it back to it, Wendy. <laughs> um, all right. So now that we got the history of uh, how y'all got dancing, how did World Dance Masters come about? How did y'all
1: come up with that?
2: Sam, do you want to take that
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) we were we're, we're always, like, you know, um, dancing together um, and, and, you know, on the competition circuit. We all started with, um, you know, working with Masters in Line and and competing there. Um, And then an opportunity came up sort of, gosh, 11 years ago now for us to, um, you know, run some of our own events. So uh, myself and Nicola, we set up World Dance Masters and started, you know, quite small, although, um, you know, i built from there, so we, I think we took um, our first, when we were running at World Championships, to Manchester, um, and that was where we sort of, put the Palace Hotel, I think it was. Um, yeah, I remember those now, casting my mind back. Um, and then as we continue to build, we we got this, you know, amazing privilege to be able to take um, an event back to the Winter Gardens in Blackpool, which is such a special venue. Um, so, you know, worked on uh, building that up, and then since then, like, we've just, you know, continued to you know, grow and and expand. You know, it's such a an amazing community and, you know, everyone's really supportive of, you know, what we do. So I think, you know, off that, people have just, you know, been really supportive and helped us build. You know, Nicola's been like the mastermind behind, you know, anything to do with the competition. Of course, that's sort of her, you know, her baby as well. So I want to let Nicola answer on that side of the group for that.
2: Yeah, Sam does all the organisation. Like, I don't know how he does it, honestly. Like, Everything behind the scene the website. And since Connor's come on board as well, <laughs> and now <he's laughs> line, I should be really worried. Yeah. And since Connor's come on board, like, the social media side has just really taken off. But we started from Matters Online. It was um, Rob, Rachel, Pedro and Paul who started this amazing vision You know, back in the day. We were all part of it. Um, I judged for it. And then, as Sam said, the opportunity came up for us to take on even more when Rob decided he was um, moving to Spain and retiring from it. And we just took it and ran with it. And hopefully we have put our own kind of spin on it as well because it used to be when we first started Masters as World Dance Masters, it's like, oh yeah, that's Masters Online. It's been a few years since I've heard I was referred to as that. So hopefully the World Dance Masters brand's kind of got its own identity now rather than, oh, that's the old Masters Online. I hope we've kind of proved ourselves with that. And much as we owe everything to Rob, Rachel, Paul, and Pedro for what they started um, and who were mentors and role models for all of us, I think.
0: Yeah, I remember the first time we came over a couple of years ago and walking into the Blackpool in Winter Gardens and just looking around and like, they're holding an event here.
2: <laughs> and then- you know, I sometimes get really jealous of America because you have such amazing event hotels. That you can have these things in, and we just don't have that over here. But on the flip side of that, I don't think there's another venue in the world like the Winter Gardens. Yeah. I'll, the first time I feel the Americans have to stay in a Blackpool B and B, I was like, Oh <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Here's your hotel and run. <laughs> so you can. It wasn't yeah, bad because yeah. the walk
0: wasn't the walk to and from ours wasn't horrible. It was only like five minutes, but I don't know. <laughs> Going in and even though we're not in the same location, we have to walk home afterwards. Walking in and getting to be up on that glass catwalk to do the videos and pictures and seeing that beautiful, beautiful atmosphere. I don't know if anything can beat that. I'm sorry.
2: Well, <laughs> Even it's in America. Such a, it's got such a history of dance. Like the competitions that have taken place there historically yeah. over the years. For us to have that opportunity for our dancers to be in that venue, it, it is a privilege for us to be there. It really is.
0: So, all right. Before the questions start rolling in, because I I, I see people logging in that are usually uh, infamous for asking good ones, (sighs) Um, let's get the one out of the way that I'm sure is going to get asked. Status of World Dance Masters this year. Let's get that out of the way now.
2: (laughs) Okay. Sam, do you
1: want to? Oh, we lost Connor. We lost Connor. Connor's Connor's taking that as a a That I was just (laughs) EJ. That
2: was good timing.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. So it's obviously top of mind for everyone. It's, it's top of mind for us as well. Um, you know, first and foremost, like the safety of all the dancers and, you know, all the spectators and our judges and every member of staff that comes to the event is obviously of primary importance. And that's what we're thinking about right now. Um, you know, it's such a large event with with people from, you know, 30 countries. So, you know, there's a lot for us to think about, and a lot for us to take into account um the uk government at the moment hasn't issued any guidance that extends to that period yet so you know what we really have to do is is we're waiting to hear what the guidance is going to be before we can make any formal decision on um you know what the status of worlds 2020 will be um like i mentioned like the 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 most important thing is is everyone's safety um and at the same time we've got to we've got to also make the decision um, at the right time um with with government guidance um from a from a from a business perspective at the same time, so there's a lot of different um nuances to to what we're working with at the moment, but you know everyone you know should know that we you know we are thinking about it very very um, um, clearly right now and we're contingency planning significantly for for anything that may or may not happen um but that's sort of where we are with it there anything you'd like to add.
2: No, just that we are we are desperate to know what's going on as well. And unfortunately, with the way things are at the minute, we just can't make a decision until we have the government guidelines because our contracts and everything, it, just financially, um, we need to wait. However, that being said, we will always do what's, what's in the best interest of our dancer. That has always been our primary concern and it, it will continue to be. Um, so if we have to make the tough decision, we will. However, we really need to wait on the government guidance before we make any kind of kind of final decision and we know it's frustrating and we know you all want to know we know we do as well um but please trust us and that we're doing the best we can behind the scenes to get everything organized and every eventuality
0: yeah like uh jen says she knows the feeling with fun and the sun coming up (laughs) what's going to happen yeah and uh we are joined back by connor connor everyone in the chat is very happy you decided to return to us
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) they thought you Is, is i'm not sure if it's working is it working or uh
0: you're uh, your voice is coming through.
3: Oh, yeah. but like well, Your voice, perfect. but your picture's
1: kind of frozen. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> oh, he's going to hate me for that.
0: Yeah, the voice is coming through, but the picture's frozen. I think he's going to okay. leave again.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, but yeah, just on that, I mean, I think, you know, so many event directors are going through this, similar situations right now, and I think being an event organizer at this time. Like I have just like so much respect for what people are going through like we've got a you know everyone's trying to balance the right decision for all the dancers and everyone that's um you know everyone that attends the events and supports but there's this this is other side of it that people maybe don't always see you know because mm. tracks that are in place and there's there's you know, outgoings and financial liabilities and um that can make i'm sure for big companies that's that they're sometimes easier decisions to make but when you're a really small company or you're running just one event um it can be really difficult decisions to make. They can be make or break decisions. Um, So hence why all of these things have to sort of stack up and be balanced to be done at the right time um, so that we can live to, you know, run it again if anything does happen.
0: I know I'm looking for it. I'm hoping it goes on. I've been looking at flights, and they're really cheap right now to come to England. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let me get on a plane. Come on.
1: You, oh, no. as well. you can sit wherever you want because no one else is on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, more room for me. That's fine. <laughs>
0: more room, more drinks. We're good. <laughs> Connor Stacy says you're the pretty one. We got you back. Thank there
3: you, Stacy. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> well,
0: maybe now he's frozen again. Oh, no. <laughs> we can hear you, Fine and Danny, but for some reason your picture keeps freezing. Um, so- well, it's a pretty weird.
2: picture, so don't worry. You look great. That's your turn. <time. laughs>
0: Oh, no. So um, I'm going to ask the question uh, as the question rolled in. Um, so I usually ask everyone a question, and I know, Nicola, you loved this one yesterday, the unlimited money question.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, But I'm going to alter it some because y'all do a pretty, pretty great job of uh, bringing in as much as possible anyway. So if you had no unlimited budget, what is the one thing each of you would add to
2: WDM?
3: Oh, I know that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Rascal Flats. (laughs) Flats. Yeah. Connor
1: already spends like he has unlimited money on (laughs) the event. I'm sure he has some ideas that maybe haven't been funded yet. But I would love to hear Connor's ideas on unlimited funds.
3: (laughs) I'm telling you what, if we had unlimited funds, the show would be—it's already amazing. But I mean, the lights, the fireworks, you name it, we would have it. Whatever we can spend it on, I would spend it.
1: The show well the shows are always really special aren't they and I think you know I, I would agree with that I think um, I would put more into the show to make it more of a production although it, I think it, we do a great job already Um and we've always had this little uh, me and Nicola were always having this little joke that and this will be good for the, the UK people but the US people may not may not get the connection but we said we'll bring in Anton Ector,
2: <laughs> Um
1: who are TV entertainers you know, who he'd be entertaining in the UK. And then um, I was like, oh, we should just get... I remember when we, were, we had Listen as one of the songs, I think. And we were like, if we win the lottery, we're just going to pay Beyonce to come and sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> <We're back. laughs> got that, <laughs> <in> that <poem laughs> <much>. Oh, man. We <laughs> yeah, artists to come and sing them live.
2: Yeah, I would just have like Rascal Flatts, Garth Brooks, Luke Bryan. I would have the lot. Brett Young. But a
0: If you're gonna want Rascal Flatts, you got to catch them this year. This year's
1: supposed to and be their uh, farewell time. tour. No, really?
2: But if we had unlimited money, they would come. It would be fine.
1: Absolutely. That's yeah. true. They
0: probably would come out of retirement to come.
1: Yeah, probably. And would I'm like, if we had unlimited money. Like, I don't think we would, I wouldn't opt to take it to a different venue, even though that would limit our capacity, because one of the things that I think the Winter Gardens is such a special place, um, like, I was thinking, like, would we want to bring as many people as possible so we can bring a venue? But actually, I think we would, I would love to just keep it there, but just, like, add live acts and big production and, hey, why not just make it free at the same time? It's unlimited money.
2: Yeah, give away cars and things, prizes. (laughs) I would love that. It would be amazing. But what I would love to do if we had unlimited money would be to take Country Vive on tour. I've said that for a good couple of years now. Um, take Country Vive on tour. And the first place we'd go would be back to South Africa because we had such a great trip there. Country yeah. Vibe back to South Africa a couple of years ago and it was such a great experience for us all. So if we had unlimited money, I would get a proper tour bus for Country Vibe and we'd go <laughs> off and tour the world. Fred, okay. does
0: that mean you get in the bus? You still have to push the bus, Fred.
2: <laughs> oh no, we'd have a private jet. Maybe actually, we don't need a bus today. Eh? Unlimited <laughs> bus, money. Say, it's
0: unlimited money. Why are you gonna?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, 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 no. absolutely. I actually just saw a really good comment that was like, build a massive hotel. I think absolutely we should do that. Yes. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> the
0: question is yes, where,
1: though. Well, on top of it, <laughs> I like, would just tie them into gardens and just build it on top of it. Like there's ample room. Um, but that is definitely one of the advantages, like Nicholas said, of the U.S. events where you have these big convention hotels yeah. and you can all this space and everyone can be in one sort of um, one sort of venue. Like that's definitely one of the things that you know is a real value add right out there. I don't,
0: um, I don't know. I, when I go to Vegas, Vegas has all the convention space. It yeah. takes me longer to walk from the ballroom to my hotel room in Vegas, though, <laughs> in the same hotel, yeah. than it does for me to yeah. walk from the Winter Gardens to my B and B.
3: So. <Yeah. laughs> Oh, oh, no. The
0: walk is less, <laughs> so uh-huh. sometimes that's not always the best thing.
1: Yeah, true. That's like
0: going, true. I'm sure Nicola remembers from uh, going over to the Gaylord for the Opryland. Oh yeah, it, you Huge. can get lost.
2: I took my mum with me a couple of times, and oh, I used to live in fear that she would. I would never see her again. My mum's sense of direction is legendary; like she has none at all. She will literally turn out the hotel and be like, "I've no idea where I am." So there was a few times she got lost there. It was hilarious.
0: Yeah, there was one year we played uh, Capture the Flag. Like at 2 o'clock in the morning, a bunch of us line answers. Roy had his a Brodo, Guyton, Hypno. And uh, we actually lost Roy had his a Brodo for about three hours. <laughs> we actually had no Either idea then. where he was, and he could not find his way back to the ballroom. <laughs> so,
2: Once you lose your batons that's it. You've got no yeah. chance.
0: Place to maze. So um, any, new, uh, any new additional events that y'all plan on doing in the future? So yeah, it's
3: like, got- <laughs> well, obviously
0: not right this moment sam but like uh, yeah. adding more
3: world dance masters events along the way there's a big one coming up actually in the usa uh, yes so for the first time ever world dance masters is going to florida and it's going to be hosted by the amazing rachel mccanini so we're really looking forward to that that's actually in february i yes. want to say um so for anyone from the usa that's watching. I think you should maybe come and see us <laughs> and see what we're all about because it's it's going to be absolutely amazing. Yes. Yeah, very
1: yeah. Great. Yeah. God, where else, Nick? What else? I mean,
2: <laughs> we've well, had actually loads of inquiries this year about people yeah. from other European countries wanting to run events, but obviously everything's a bit on hold just now with the current climate. So maybe not so many new events kind of twenty twenty into twenty one, but hopefully the following year um, we'll be able to confirm a few of the events that people were asking us about. It's just such a difficult time. You can, uh-huh. And it's understandable. Um, but we'll go with it. We love going all over the world. so And we've got such a great team. Because, I mean, although the three of us are on today, it's the, the World Dance Masters core group it's much bigger than that. We have people we just couldn't do all of this without. Um, and they're not just dancers. They are essential members of the team. And we couldn't run the events without them. And we're all friends. And I, I think some people sometimes people don't get that. Like we are actually all really good friends. I think the country vibe experience brought a lot of us together in that way. But we are actually all friends now. And whether dancing was there or not, whether masters was there or not, I think we all still would be in each other's lives now, which is is really nice.
0: Um, if y'all had to pick your favorite part of the event, the social side or the competition side, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> between two children, that's a terrible. <laughs> Like we love them it's both. They yeah. both unique <laughs> aspects to the event, and I think that's what, like, that's what makes it so special is that they are as big as each other. Like people integrate. You know, they both have their own dynamics, which are so incredibly special. The fact that you can just like nip to one ballroom and do some social dancing with, you know, whether it's Michelle or it's Rachel or it's Fred in the Spanish Hall and Dave up there, um, and then come and watch some of like the best competition that's being run by Nicola, You know, in oh. the ballroom. Um, like, we can't pick between our children. I mean, Nick, <laughs> <right? laughs>
2: No, well, my favourite part of the event, actually, is the part that combines both. It's the show, like, that's by far yeah. my favourite. Even though it's the most stressful thing I ever do. I mean, I can run the competition now, it doesn't faze me, but that show, every time, stresses me out, I think, because we, we all care so much about it, and I know how much work and effort everyone puts into the show. But I think the show, because it has a combination of social and competitors and staff, and the room is just packed with competitors and social dancers, it's the one time in the event, probably that, and the Sunday night after party where everyone just comes together. Yeah, that's. So okay. sure.
0: I was going to say, the Sunday night after party,
2: it's that is
0: crazy. Yeah.
2: I really yes. thought
0: the floor was going to cave in when Simon got everyone jumping up and down <laughs> in the circle. I was in the middle of it with a video camera, and I'm like, <laughs> I was like losing my footing from the floor shaking I'm like I don't know if I feel safe right now. <laughs> it was bad. Like all I could see is Simon losing it and lo- dropping through is all I could be picturing when I'm in the middle of that. I huh. was like no.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just a it's just relief for everyone I think I think for the staff and for the competitors. The Sunday night is just a huge you know, it's been adrenaline all weekend and then it's a chance to, to relax. And the social guys do such an amazing job up there. I mean, Dave just keeps that ballroom buzzing. Um, Michelle as well in the arena, Rachel, Fred, everyone. They just, everyone just pulls together as a full team effort. And because we have such a good team, it means we can all dot about, do our jobs and hopefully make the event as good as we can. But we're always looking to improve, always. Any, like, criticisms or advice anyone wants to give us, we always take it on board if we can. But we're always trying to make each event better. But it's it's it's, it's hard sometimes. It really is. Because Sam and I and Connor, we all have full-time jobs now. Yeah. You know, it's like we also well. have careers that we have to, well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of right now. <laughs> um, you know, but, yeah. you know
2: it, is, it is something we all have to kind of, you know. And that's why we rely so much on the team we have around us. As I, say, I don't really consider the three of us the Masters team. There's a much wider Masters team. Um, and it is like a family. It really is.
0: Um, I just had a question come in for you, Nicola, from Paul James. Oh, oh no. We go. <laughs> He's, he wants to know if you could only save one. Would it be Domino's, Texas <laughs> Barbecue, or Millie's Cookies?
2: Without doubt, Domino's, Texas Barbecue. No hesitation. <laughs> as long as it's a large one with a garlic and herb dip all to myself, oh, yeah. I'm good with that.
1: Nice. And that's that's a that's a that's a little secret on what happens on Sunday in the judges room before <laughs> the competition and before the awards start, we always order like a dozen Domino's pizzas and get them shipped and Nicola is required to have her personal <laughs> Texas barbecue um um ready to go.
2: <laughs> to be fair, I don't make many demands, but that oh. is that is like <laughs> on my what do you call that we list? Well that's on my that list.
1: Your wish list, oh yeah, whatever well, <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, but that's another interesting thing. Like, people don't know behind the scenes, but literally, like, on that Sunday, like, we finish uh, whatever and it's half five. We have about an hour turnaround where all the judges go and get changed and then we need to feed them. So there's, like, a back door where there's a Domino's pizza man usually waiting. with, with uh-huh. pizza. I'm uh,
2: changing my mind. That's the best part of the weekend. The weekend.
1: <laughs> and then, we you know, preparing for, you know, we've got the medleys that take place and then and the awards and then there's the whole confetti thing, which is a nightmare. But... <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, and I think that since Sam and I, I know like the past few years, every time those confetti cannons go off, because a lot of the times we're like, why do we do this again? Can someone remind us? And then every year at the competitors parade, when we let off those confetti cannons, Sam and I just look at each other and we're like, yeah, that's just why we do this. We you do, do it, it, it for
0: epic pictures.
2: That's what it is. Yeah. And you take a lot of them. So yes. you, and Kelly, you and Kelly capture most of them. So it's, it's great.
0: Um, question came in for Connor. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, I would be a little scared too because the oh, question no. it says, "What's your all-time favorite dance?" and "What did you ever do with your red leotard?"
3: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, oh, that Brenda Dorman. Oh, of she course. She said, "Hashtag so European good. champion." I actually think I actually think that red leotard is in Africa, South Africa. I think <laughs> it's given to Nadias kids, um, like donated over to the kids um my favorite all-time dance oh my god um I don't know maybe have fun go mad I think that is my favorite at the minute um come alive obviously I love that was such a good moment at world's 2019 I think no 2018 it was and then obviously we were all at crystal boots and Shane and Rachel won the award and I thought so I do like come alive and I remember the atmosphere in the room whenever um we did it, it was a Sunday night party in Worlds. We had the different room, it was the downstairs, what was it called, the Olympia? And I remember the dance, I remember the dance being done in the party night and it was just, the atmosphere was incredible. That, that dance, I really, really like. Um, I remember it going on to win the crystal boot and we were all really emotional. <laughs> well, Nicola was crying, she had her tissues out. <laughs> um, oh, what are
2: you saying? I don't cry. I don't cry at anything.
3: I think classic dance would be have fun go mad and I think newest dance, newish, will be come alive, definitely.
0: Nice. Um Stacy says she is not sweeping with you this year. Stacy oh. wasn't the broom taller than you were? Didn't the broom you have that was almost taller than you were?
1: Probably. Probably. Yeah. So I regret it as soon as we let those confetti cannons off. <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: afterwards,
1: afterwards I'm like, okay, that was good. Um and people really loved that, but oh uh, yeah.
2: The best part was the year um, you had to do it all pretty much by yourself. I think I had an evening dress and heels on, so I wasn't moving. <laughs> and then um, somebody put on, I want to break free. Sorry. Oh, and Joe yeah, you know was joking about that because we all know how funny Sam is. Like, Sam cracks <laughs> us all up. He's hila- He's hilarious. But I don't think a lot of people see that side of him, you know, when he's got his professional. 'Cause he's always so professional. But that time at Worlds, Sam just let it all go. It was <laughs> bewildered.
1: Professional. I'm having <laughs> a drink and got a live webcam chat with two hundred people. <laughs> but
2: the year um, the year Sam got to do I want to break free while sweeping up the floor, it was absolutely brilliant. I loved that. So good.
0: Iconic. Don't worry, Sam. You're not the first person who's drank who's drank on my live feed. You're
1: fine. Oh you're right. yeah, I'm used to be bet by now. Like this is this is how I stay awake.
0: Earlier, <laughs> earlier, earlier today on the streamline one. Apparently, there's a, a challenge going around over in the UK and Europe of the three shots. Oh, you nominate someone to do three shots, and uh, one of the instructors was one of the nominees, so he literally did three shots at the end of his teach. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, well, yeah, so yeah, a glass of wine—that's nothing compared to what's been drank already on my life. Feeds. <laughs> You're good. Okay, let's see with some of the stuff coming in here. Like Daniel said, like Daniel even said he was drinking. Of course. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, on, we did drink on our uh, actually, on your episode. Yeah, that was right. That. Okay, let's see here. What is the one thing any of y'all would change about WD the World Dance Masters, if you could?
2: Hmm. Oh, that's really hard. Oh, I know. <laughs> we could change anything. Um...
1: I mean, if I could attach a hotel to the Winter Gardens, that would be yeah. like, you know, the, yeah. the first thing. Um, I think the other, like, oh, gosh. Difficult, that
3: one.
1: Yeah, it is difficult. It is difficult. That would, be the, that would be the first thing. There's, there's, I mean, if I sat down and thought about it properly, I'm sure there's lots of things, but I think that's the first thing is like, can someone please build a hotel that attaches to the yeah, I think Lauren sorry,
2: says think get rid of the always stairs. Always, oh. <laughs> but to be fair, I think we always try, and if there is something we want to do, we we do try and do it you know right. if there's something we, like a few years ago we're like right we need a country room let's get some let's try and get some live music in there which we've done and um, last year we wanted to add some live music into the show which we did you know so we're always trying to do something a bit a bit different and a bit a bit more but um we can be doing with another couple of ballrooms actually in the winter garden <laughs> yeah. if that's if that's possible we're running out of space and we sold out social for the first time this year which is incredible so Great. a bit more space another ballroom that would be good.
1: Well, we do have one, but that's another discussion. <laughs> this is Conor and his unlimited budgets again.
2: <laughs> but
0: already, isn't there a fourth ballroom being added this year? a yeah, fourth the room, yeah.
1: Yeah, a small one,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. We t- there's potential for a fifth, right, with the Olympia that we had the year that we couldn't have the, the Spanish Hall. Right. Uh, but yeah, well, I don't think we're quite there yet. <laughs> a
0: couple Monday. people said... Monday. A couple of people said, let's add air cons. Yeah, (laughs) we
1: try so hard on that. We try. I mean, actually, those rooms have air conditioning, but it's just not right. I mean, they just fixed all of those roofs and didn't put more ventilation in, which sounds crazy to me. Um, But we do, we hire all of the air conditioning units that are available in the local hire shop in Blackpool um that's literally the maximum that they have so you sort of sit and wait and hope that the weather looks like it's going to be quite dull which is pretty (laughs) typical um you know for for August in Blackpool but you know if you do get some hot weather then it's really hard to control and then on the opposite side if it rains at all there are usually leaks everywhere um this is the challenge with a with a ballroom and a venue that's been built you know If Jamie Wally's on, he'll know the exact date that it was built. I don't know. Um, it's old. So, yeah, I agree with that sentiment.
0: Nice. Um, Someone said make it a week long. (laughs) And this actually goes into the question that just came up from Fred Whitehouse. (laughs) Um, He says, as a growth of WDM is growing and growing, do you ever see uh, you guys outgrowing the winter garden or even adding another day?
2: If things keep going the way they are, it's something we're going to have to look at, um, and that's quite a lot of that is Fred's fault, along with Shane McIvers' fault, <laughs> and the amount of proam that they have, which is a great problem to have. However, they could probably do with a whole extra day just for proam, um, but we are we are very lucky. We're one of the few organisations that are getting busier and busier and busier year on year, so we are going to have to accommodate that eventually. But if we have another day, um, it's another day in the winter gardens, and you would not believe the cost of the winter gardens. So. <laughs> You know, it's hugely expensive to add another day on. But the only bigger, we've spoken about this before, like we talk about things like this all the time. The only bigger place to go really is a convention centre. You know, like the NEC or the Scottish Exhibition and Conference Centre. That's where um, any other events that have kind of outgrown, the Winter Gardens have gone. And then you're going to lose that atmosphere that's in the Winter Gardens. So I think we've still got room to grow with the competition side. That main ballroom is massive. I think we've we've still got room to keep expanding in there. Um it's the social side of it but there are options for that as well so part of me is like yeah it would be good to to get even bigger but i also love what we have um and it is a real family feel that like you can go into any of the ballrooms and you get made to feel welcome by right. everyone that's safe. it's a really friendly atmosphere i don't know if you would lose that if you went to a much bigger venue but if fred and shane and james keep going with their program then it might be an option
3: okay.
0: julie wants to know would you ever move it to the norbrook <laughs> i think sam's face said it all <laughs> no we have
2: spoken about this before we have spoken about it because again it would be another option and all the rooms are on site there's lots of advantages to being in the norbrecht there really is and the crystal boot awards is a great event we all love going to the crystal boots every year we love it um being central though is quite good for us because a lot of our families come with children so if there's kids that don't dance they can go out and do stuff in blackpool and things like that and there's a a lot of different accommodation you know people can choose yeah. sam um, do you want to expand on on your facial expression my facial
1: expression yeah it was my facial expression was because there's not enough space so as I much as there was, i was actually
0: wondering that because i've seen videos of crystal boots and i mean and
1: the main you know, ballroom is ginormous like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's plenty of space there it's it's from a social perspective we have two now three ballrooms from a social right. perspective yeah um, and there's only a smaller room um, attached to the main room so we would have to significantly downsize so while there will be benefits like Nicola mentioned of you know all being under one roof and you know right. you, you're sort of you can just run it backwards and forwards between your room Um, you know we would we would lose on the atmosphere one and two um, the the space that we would need to run both of the elements that we currently run. That was and, why
2: went like that. And there's yeah. just something so special about having a competition in the Winter Gardens, you know, where there's been hundreds of well years of in. autumn competitions, right. club, everything. There's something really special about that.
0: Um, Maddie wants to know if you, uh, Maddie B, um, you plan on expanding in the U.S. at all? She's obviously on the other coast of. uh, the
3: us that's not near rachel so <laughs> there definitely has been some interest i'll say that but we haven't again like we mentioned earlier on because of everything with coronavirus we haven't really pursued any further at this stage but like nicola mentions watches space because um this year's our first year obviously rachel was the first person we well rachel has to run the first event in the usa she's basically masters in line she's a face. Um, of World Dance Masters during uh, the weekend you know if you see Rachel uh, she compares she hosts this Spanish hall she does everything basically for us so I think the first person that we had asked was definitely Rachel Um, but we have had people ask to host events in the USA um, in other states but again as I said they're just conversations at the minute but watch this space that's all I'll say have I said something too much, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know what are talking about? So <laughs>
2: that
1: goes back to that whole unlimited budget thing.
2: <laughs> like,
1: no. I mean, we never say never to anything, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, there's the, like, no significant plans, but um, like wherever the demand is, and if we can support it, as Nick mentioned, like we're, we're all we all do this as part time things. You know, it's a, it's a love thing as well. So we've also got to be able to fit, fit things in.
0: Um, you might say never to this next one. Fred would like to know if uh, you guys miss competing yourselves.
3: <laughs> nope.
0: Never. Connor <laughs> <laughs> right. <God> says, never.
1: <laughs> I miss the people. You know, I miss, I used to do a lot of pro-am um i i do not miss competing like i don't think uh, you know I, especially solo like i think it used to stress me out uh, but pro-am and when i was teaching all, all all the dancers that i was dancing with like you know the hardest one of the hardest decisions i ever made was to give up pro-am um because you know losing that connection with all those people like i used to just love that so um i definitely miss that side of things yeah i miss competing i
2: don't miss the actual being on the floor and being judged part of it. Um, But I miss miss practicing, I I used to love practicing. I miss dancing with Ronnie, like, that was my favorite thing, competing in, in couples and competing in pro pro with him. So I miss that side of it. But the actual, I think that's why we are all quite, and that's why I like the judges we have at World Dance Masters. Every single person who is on that floor judging has been a competitor at some point, and they know exactly what every person on that floor is going through um so i think because we have so many um ex-competitors as our judges i think we all understand what the kids are going through and the adults um and i think that makes a big difference
3: i mean if you walk out on the floor in the winter gardens (laughs) that feeling is like it's ridiculous honestly it's your stomach wants to eat you up and i I look at our the kids especially the tiny tots you look at the tiny tots like they're so good like i mean they're just it's just just getting ridiculous every year we, we go there we're like the standard is unreal um So I would not like to be competing against him. That's all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Georgina
0: asks, what do you all do for normal jobs? And how do you all balance the work between uh, WDM and your real life?
2: Okay, well, um, I'm a primary school teacher. Um up until about three years ago, I was dancing full time, teaching lessons, traveling the world, um, which I loved. But I got so many injuries. I've just got so many injuries. And I got to the stage. I was like, I can't I can't keep doing this forever. Um, and luckily, I got my degree when I left school. So I was able to go back to to uni to do my postgrad in education. And now I am a primary school teacher, which I love, love my job.
1: Them, or... Oh me yeah. Uh, yeah, Nicola is clearly fantastic at being a teacher, so <laughs> perfect profession. Um, I work in marketing. I work for a company called Adobe, um, so I'm the head of marketing for the UK. Um, yeah, I've been there for around three years, so I spend most of my days on calls like this um, and helping drive, you know, marketing efforts, and then yeah, evenings and weekends is when we fit in uh, all the WDM stuff. Um, you know, we're lucky because we've helped build we've built some processes that help it. You know, at least some level of automa- automation. We've got more to go, especially to support Nicola on the competition side. Um, <laughs> we try and build as many processes in place that that helps drive efficiency um, with some of the the things that we drive. That that helps take some of the pressure off for sure.
2: Yeah, and I think Sam's skill in marketing like that, has just helped really? us so much with Masters. Yeah. He's just brilliant at what he does. Like Some of the stuff he comes up with, I'm like,
3: Enough. I don't even
2: know how he does it, genuinely. It's usually gets
3: very it. big. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, if I need something done for skill, I'm like, uh, Sam, can you help me out with this, please?
3: <laughs> oh, no, Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, for me, I work at British Airways, so I'm currently a customer service manager. Not a great time right now for aviation, um, but I've been there for about seven years. So I work as a manager on board the flights, so I go all over the world, um, and it's great because, yeah, I'm, it's, it's nice to travel, And but I don't know what's going to happen over the next couple of months because we're currently going through a very tough time, especially in the aviation industry, so who knows what will happen over the next couple of weeks. Masters might be my full time job soon.
1: <laughs> well, thankfully, you know, Connor, I've taught everything that I know to Connor now. So, all of the social media stuff, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he's doing a stellar job at it because I'm so yeah, glad I've right. my knowledge onto him. And, uh, you know, now he's doing a fantastic job at that as well. I'm obviously joking, like social media was far poorer before Connor came on board and started driving that um, and, and helping drive the brand in that way. So um, he plays an incredible role um, as part of the company there.
0: Uh, Sheila wants to know, what's the hardest part about judging at Worlds?
2: The hardest part is when you are walking around the floor and there's all these incredible children dancing their hearts out they're smiling at you, you're smiling back at them and you're thinking, I have to knock seven of these kids out of this It's awful, it's actually awful. And they just look you right in the eye and they smile at you and you're like, oh, it's the hardest thing ever. And I find it, one of the hardest things I find is not crying. I get so emotional watching some of these dances sometimes, it's terrible. So if you see me with my clipboard up like this, it's usually because I'm trying to wipe my eyes so my mascara doesn't run. Um, so yeah getting emotional that's probably the hardest thing for me when I'm judging I think because I know how much um, effort and time all these people have put into this and how much they want to be here and how much money they've spent and I think because I see it from both sides it all just comes together and I'm like oh I get quite emotional it's bad
1: yeah if you'd be doing this after I done I'm looking at Nicola. I if she's crying. She usually is. And I can usually clock exactly when she's gonna be crying. Yeah, I'm crying again. Okay,
0: so Mr. McKeever decided to join us today. Oh, here we go. Um, this one's for uh, Sam and Connor. He would like to know if you two plan on fulfilling your press up obligations.
3: <laughs> oh, Fred White's house, you are dead, by the way. I've just noticed it like <laughs> half an hour before I came onto this chat. Um, yeah, we have to do it. I think it's for a good cause. So <laughs> I have to do it. Um, but yeah, we'll do it. I hope. I think. I have no I, idea. I actually
1: don't <laughs> <He knows. laughs> I, I hey. know. The
3: push up challenge?
1: No, no. No,
0: no. I know you're paying. Me and Kelly both got nominated today thanks to the Baileys. So
3: I, oh, I know man. what you're going through. It's 25 <laughs> days, though, it's a long time.
1: <laughs> yes, but, I will do some creative way to deliver on that one
0: make connor doing with you on his back yeah <laughs>
3: superimposed <laughs> I, can't it, I can't even do it i don't think so I'll try.
0: Uh, julie wants to know if you plan on developing the social side further and someone else also asked a question i'm i'm going to butcher her name aisling I, actually i'm still, I'm still learning sure. the names guys i'm sorry uh if there's any plans on possibly doing um, social-only World Dance Masters events where you all just have the social side and bring in instructors.
2: Um, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Sam.
1: Oh, I was, I was waiting for you. Sorry.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's something we can certainly look at. We've actually been approached by a couple of companies about running um, master social events, a Country vibe event, which would be a great one because obviously Country Vive is something we – very close to our hearts we love doing we love dancing with the team so a country vibe event would be fun um but i think our unique selling point with world dance masters is the fact that we do run competition as well and it's great for our competitors to get to social dance and we like that our social dancers can come and watch the competition too so yes it's definitely something we'd like to do but i think we also want to keep that uniqueness of what World Dance Masters is, if we just run a social event, well, there's a lot of social events out there. So I think we want to keep our USP as, you know, competition and social if we can. That's not to say we wouldn't. Um, as I say, a country vibe weekend event would be brilliant, um, but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see how that goes.
1: Yeah, I know Connor would just want to, like, run one tomorrow if he could. Um, he, he would, but, uh, yeah, I think like, there's so many great events out there as well right now and it's like so if we were going to do one we would want to really make like what's the difference like you know to nicholas point like how do we leverage you know the unique selling point of what world dance masters is to make sure it's a really value-added event for for the people out there so um so yeah not off the table but we would have to think about what it was and how we'd want to deliver it
0: good uh for everyone at home refresh your screen i think there was just a little pause and freeze so anybody watching just uh Refresh and you should be all good. On uh, Facebook, uh, we're still live on uh, YouTube without any breaks, so that should work. So awesome! Um, Yep, like everyone said, here we come back. We got everyone coming back on Facebook. Refresh worked. Sorry, guys. I don't know what happened there. Um, little uh, little hiccup there. Like everyone says, all back now. Good. So, uh, Nicola, I was just informed in the chat as well uh, that uh, you were nominated today by Miss Georgina for the push-up <laughs> challenge. So.
2: I was, but Georgina's done a lovely thing, which is great. Um, <laughs> she's getting you to post two pictures and five things that you're grateful for. I am totally up for that. So well, I will to I not get to that? Get <laughs> challenge. I was delighted to get that. To be uh, fair, I, I couldn't do it anyway with all my injuries. I would end up in hospital and then I'd miss photos, and then you wouldn't be happy, so, you know. Um,
1: Okay, I feel like I've pulled a short straw here.
2: Sorry about that.
0: (laughs) Sam, Stacey would like to know who your favourite scorer is and why is it her?
1: (laughs) I mean, it's a very good question, Stacey. Thank you for asking. Um, It's very hard for me to pick a favourite scorer. I think we're a great tight-knit team of scorers at World Dance Masters. You know, Bruno... Uh, Vastel holds a very special place in my heart. Place in my heart. He's the one that you know really runs a lot of the scoring at Worlds uh, and just makes life so easy for everyone at Worlds. But then um, you know, Stacey White is a fantastic scorer <laughs> so much throughout the rest of the the year and all the other events are out, including Europeans and some of our big Irish ones. Um, so Stacey's also a fantastic story. She's she's helped take a lot of the weight off me. So. So yeah, fantastic question, Stacey. Thanks. I, also,
3: I also think now that with Stacey and Paul, we've got a new role for them. Every single event, they have to open up with a new TikTok. So every event that we do, they have to open up the event with the TikTok video. <laughs> TikTok challenge.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, a lot of people coming at home, they love the shirts. They love all the merchandise. Uh, how can anybody order it? Yeah, it says Nicola fixes hers. Look at it. we that, we our Yeah. The website's uh, worlddancemasters.com, correct,
2: guys? Yeah. yeah. Did I say that Everything's right? Everything's on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I so. think we're still donating um, to LDA with every purchase as well. So if you if you order anything, then five pounds from your purchase will go to the Line Dance Foundation as well.
1: Yeah, and if you want a technical handbook, five pound of that donation will go to World Dance Masters Annual Charity. So every year we support a charity. Um, that's touched us in, in, you know, uh, emotionally in some way. And this year, you know, one of our charities is Shine for Shannon, um, which is the Boone Foundation. So anything with the technical handbook as well, will go to support that initiative. So your support goes towards good deeds. And uh, if you have any recommendations of merchandise you'd like to see us, you know, Move into uh, and different products you'd like to see, feel free to reach out to Connor. Um, I'm sure he'll then come to me and back to me about it. <laughs> um, you know, maybe we can, we can look to expand our line at some point.
0: You hear that, Connor? You're going to get lots of messages now, all this different swag <laughs> people uh, want to get. Everything, <laughs> I like,
3: send some emails out, and every at the end of it, it's like contact <laughs> Connor at worlddancemasters.com. I'm like, um, <laughs> when did you tell me about this? <laughs>
0: because <laughs> now all your all your emails are going to go off and not his that's why he does yeah exactly he doesn't have exactly. to answer it you do
3: yeah exactly
0: oh uh so are y'all doing anything fun during this uh, lockdown time anything enjoyable
2: i feel i should be like learning a language or a new skill or something like that but really all i've been doing is eating um, lying about and doing google classroom for my kids at school so i've been really not very productive at all but monday fitness kick on monday back to healthy eating. maybe but i just love chocolate and pizza actually so might not happen. <laughs> <And pizza. laughs> i'm gonna have to get a texas barbecue now thanks paul kind of
1: what you doing I have
3: literally done nothing I, since I've been on lockdown. I've done nothing. Uh, we've been quite actually we've been quite busy with um, we're planning World Dance Masters live. So this week has been quite busy. Um, it's a bit, there's a lot of admin. Um, but again, that's something that we're doing to try and support our judges because a lot of them are self-employed. Um, so everything that I, we've tried to, you know, we, we get that there's a lot of people out of work right now and, you know, people are struggling financially so we try to make it as cheap as we possibly could as well as support our staff so a lot of our judges and staff are um, basically self-employed and this is our main career so if we can help in any way we can um, we'll try to do that and that's why we've used kind of our platform and um, so this week I've been quite busy doing that but other than that I haven't done much,
1: to be honest. No, <laughs> uh, the, that and the technical handbook. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, well, all, awesome.
1: that, like, all the marketing side of that. like You've spent so much time doing all of that, which has been awesome because so many people have supported that. And we, you know, we've already donated like a load of money to the Line Dance Foundation you know, off the technical handbooks. Um, you know, There's definitely a sizable amount there that's going to be donated to the annual charity. So you don't give yourself enough credit for the work that you've been doing behind promoting those.
3: Thank you. He's been nice mm-hmm. for once. Oh my God, what's happening?
2: <laughs> okay, and we also wanted to do the live stuff to keep it going for our competitors. You know, there's so much social stuff out there. Like, there's so much social stuff out there. And um, but there's not too much for the competitors, um, unless outside of stuff their local instructors might be doing. And that that's it. We really need to keep the local instructors supported throughout this whole thing because they're the people everyone's going to want to go back to once this is all over. So if we can keep the competitors going, then hopefully all their coaches will be able to keep that interest up when we all finally get back to dancing. And that goes for the social side as well.
3: Also, yeah, I just forgot to mention on Sunday, we've also got a free class. So if you haven't signed up for World Dance Masters Live, Shane, I think, is this Sunday, is that right, Nick? Yeah, Shane yeah. this Sunday is going to teach um, a country vibe routine live um, on World Dance Masters Facebook. so can. Can, And the winner, I think it was, what, which one won?
1: poll, I haven't checked. Let me check.
2: I know.
0: Do you uh, know? I know which one was winning last night when I voted. <laughs> well, the, the poll is finished. Yeah, the poll is closed, so it's backwards, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, about to Back- say backwards was running away with it last night when I voted.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was so proud of that poll. Yeah, look at that backwards. Sixty-two percent of the sixty-two <laughs> percent.
2: Yeah, <so> this one. <laughs> yeah. And we need people to learn it and film themselves doing it and we'll give away a prize to the, to the best video. Yeah. Well. So make sure you, everyone needs to learn it because Shane will make it great fun anyway. He's a great instructor and everyone will have an absolute ball learning from him. Whether you're a competitor, social dancer, anyway, just give it a go because we're looking for the most fun video. So hopefully everyone will get involved with that too.
0: Awesome. I still got my cowboy hat. I can do the hat toss at the judges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Paul James says uh, Connor, he would like shirts with um, all their faces on it, except for Shane's. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: oh. Oh, God.
0: Shane, no, you cannot get a prize. Shane wants to know if he can get the prize. Shane, you're teaching it. You don't get the prize.
1: <laughs>
0: Come on. Oh, Maddie B has a good question, and this is a good one. Um, what is a goal um, as WDM that you still hope to achieve that y'all haven't done yet? Ooh,
3: good one! I know.
0: It's really so good.
3: good. I've been watching their questions all week.
0: Um, they've taken it easy on you. Shane and Fred were hor- were were were, were <laughs> bad to each other. <laughs>
2: um, I think probably getting competitors, more competitors from the states, and maybe from other countries that we have in and from Asia, maybe more competitors from these sort of areas. We're trying to build up in that way. Um, And still pushing country vibes, that's something I'm really, really into because I think it gives a really good platform for our all-stars competitors to go on to do something professional within the industry. And that's something I feel really strongly about. Um, A lot of organizations, dancers get to the top level and then they disappear and you don't see them again. We want to keep everyone with us as long as they can. And if by doing country Vive and giving opportunities to teach and judge, we can keep our dancers with us, then that's absolutely something I want to continue to do and continue to push, as well as continuing to get kids into our organisation as much as we can, because they're the future of the whole thing. We don't have children in ten years, we're we're not going to have any events. Yeah, so it's, getting it's really the kids as
3: well. A lot of the a lot of the people that I danced with back in the day they're all back again and they're all dancing socially as social dancers and actually their kids are now competing in the competitions, which is actually amazing as well so if if we can keep that going I think it'll be it'll be great yeah
1: absolutely I think that's it. the thing we you know it's not what we haven't done yet but we've got to keep you know building that momentum with young people um you know to keep them involved um, you know, that's I think always gonna be one of our challenges that we have to keep, you know, working towards and making sure that people can see what this is really is about because there is still this, you know, site stigma attached. Um, so the more we can show that, the more we can be um, promoting that and you know, um, you know, across all of our Facebook so broader audiences can see it that hopefully triggers um, you know, young people wanting to do it. And then having local classes um, and helping support those as well, um, is you know major majorly important um to help make sure that you know this survives um you know it looks good right now but like they just said like if if that if that stops trickling through then um we lose we lose what we have
0: um you should do a senior division make all the old judges come back and dance against each other
3: oh i would love that i would love that (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm not sure they would. I'm not sure they would love that. Yeah, no, they probably won't it. love
3: that, but
0: hey. If she
2: did, ex-judge's renegade, I'd be totally up for that. I think <laughs> that would be good.
0: Yeah. Um, so, what's been your favorite uh, WDM show that you've done so far?
3: Easy. This one's easy for me. It's it's the greatest showman. The, the great. I mean, the atmosphere in the room as soon as that show finished. I mean, I was in tears. I, I, I mean, I remember Ronnie was right next to me. And we, literally everyone just jumped up and it, it was, it. Just, I don't know, it's the music, the dance, like the whole team that week. I mean, they literally worked 24 hours around the clock to make sure that show was perfect. And I think at the end of it, whenever everyone stood up, I literally nearly, I, I don't know, it was, it was one of those moments where you're like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, that yeah, was so special. That, yeah.
2: I think the one we did after, straight after Britain's Got Talent as well. That was quite special too. We did a superhero show. Just after, I think we'd done Britain's Got Talent in the May, and then it was the Worlds after that. We did the superhero show, and um, that was special as well because we got to do backwards in front of our home crowd, the people that had supported us throughout Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. Um, but the Greatest Showman was special, and I enjoyed the rock show as well. Yeah,
0: it was- I was gonna say making Shane a little fanboy,
2: of all, <laughs> like
0: a fanboy for Fred. Was hysterical. But
2: that's, that just was... Real life. that's real life. We do not actually have to make anything up. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but
3: let
0: me like
2: yeah, just say, was... the, show, the show we have planned for um, World Dance Masters 21 could potentially beat them all. So,
3: will,
0: yeah. Oof. But oh, I can't well, say any for... more than that. I'm looking forward to that. Like Shane says, <laughs> yes. Shane, you were born to play that role. You were. <laughs> Too funny so i want to thank you guys for coming on it was great talking to you great getting to chat with you guys about world dance masters Uh, i know i'm look i'm hoping that it happens this year um for i can come over um i'm coming over as you say you're holding it i'm there i already me and kelly already said we're buying our flights Getting on the plane we don't care uh, i'm coming over so um i love coming over to you guys so i appreciate what y'all do over there it's amazing Uh the atmosphere everything
2: well we love having you. Thanks for all your help uh, and support at the event.
3: Absolutely. And your photography, which would be news a little social media. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm okay with that.
0: If you, awesome. okay, speaking yeah. of the photography and social media, your y'all's picture is the one that won our contest that's going on the, our book cover. I really thought a half naked Joey Warren was gonna put up a better fight. Uh, well, I really so did. So did.
3: So did I. I was like, we've got competition. I was here. shocked. I was and like,
2: yeah.
0: they're all fucking natty. I'm so
2: like, Joe... like yeah, put I Joey up Joey, their shirt like <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I need to show Sure. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for joining me. Thank you all um, for everyone out there that joined us in. Sorry about the little technical problem. Um, if you haven't yet, like, follow, share. That way you don't miss any of them. Um, if you're not a member of Streamline, go over and check out Streamline um, at the end of Friday's show, which happens to be Paul James and Stacy White, which I have no idea <laughs> oh, what they're doing. <laughs> Good they're luck. Dressed as. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> Um, but we're giving away a pair of beats headphones to one member of streamline plus a year's worth of workshop videos. Um, so go check that out. It's on um, our seven hour media page, what you have to do, but, um, join tomorrow. I got the most recent member of uh, country vibe. That's hit the social scene. Jessica Devlin joining me. Um, so that should be fun. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to get lots of Shane stories since, uh, she, uh, Shane teaches out of her studio. So that should be fun. So, uh, Again, thank you guys for joining me. until um, <laughs> tomorrow, guys. Later. Thank
2: you. Bye. Thank, thank you. Kelly.